0: On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks need a center. Nico Harrison said it. They need to get better at rim protection and rebounding. So, what kind of center do the Mavericks actually need? Who's out there? And how can they get one of those centers? Let's talk about all that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Lencic and this is Lockdown Mavericks podcast I don't believe you shouldn't
1: be here. Should be here
0: and welcome you are locked on to the dallas mavericks for five years my name is Nick Angstead. I'm the NBA channel manager and, Lock- <laughs> and host of Lockdown Mavs, Lockdown NBA for the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every day. Remember, we are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, We you can subscribe to the show. And the best way you can help us grow is comment below. Comment below. Which center do you want? just name one just name a center that you want for the mavericks name it in the comments below Every- baby. everybody should leave a comment today and joining me as always my co-host writer contributor at mavs.com the big man muscle man the one more thinking what you got for me isaac harris
1: i just want to say shout out to everybody who reached out over the past uh, few days obviously yesterday was five years we released a bonus episode on youtube you ended up dropping the audio of it too, right?
0: Eventually did. Yeah, we had an issue with our audio platform yesterday, and so I couldn't get the episode on audio, either episode. So we, we posted an actual episode talking about off-season questions and then did the bonus. So I posted that on audio as well. You can go listen to that.
1: Yeah, it was just cool seeing a lot of DMs, a lot of people reach out. Uh, shout out to Bates. Bates is a longtime <laughs> listener who put together a montage, a five-minute montage of just, just since we've been on YouTube, which has been only over a year now. And- just a bunch of funny clips and references and everything. So uh just want to say real quick, thank you to all the people who reached out. It's been fun. And now we're, gosh, starting year six. Let's do this.
0: Also, shout out to Big Rob of the, of the Maniacs. Yeah. Uh, confirming that Lockdown Mavs is Maniacs approved. Let's go. Let's go. Maniacs Let's go. <laughs> Dance like a maniac. Dance. Like a man. (laughs) All right. On today's show, we're going to talk about big men, the bigs, the centers, because at Exit Interviews, we did a whole episode about Exit Interviews and talked a lot about Nico Harrison's comments. We played Nico Harrison's comments on this podcast. The GM of the Mavericks came on Exit Interviews and said, if there's one area we have to improve, it's got to be at big. We've got to get better at rebounding, rim protection, all that. And that stood out to me. That's one of those, like your ears perked up, right? I don't know if... If your dog at home, like all of a sudden you say something to them, you say one of their favorite words, and they just ears perk up, like they just completely stand up. My dogs will either like go back or will stand straight up like this, and all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, I know that word. I recognize that word." And so for us, it made my ears perk up, like, "Oh, that's a thing, a real thing." The Mavericks want to improve on. So Isaac Harris, what are the traits in a big man that the Mavericks should be looking for?
1: Yeah, I think that was one of the um, the main takeaways from ex interviews was how directly uh that Nico addressed that that when you come out and say that that much that I mean Dwight's still on the roster okay so he's just starting you center you know Maxi <laughs> is still on the roster Boban still on the roster like your your bigs that you had um even though we all know that <laughs> we love Boban um even though we all know that hey they 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 struggled Still, for the GM to sit there at the end of the season and say, we know we, ha- we have to get bigger in the paint. Like We have big. to get better at rebounding. We got to get a big. And just to openly say, we got to upgrade this. Uh, we got to upgrade this spot on our roster and upgrade from these guys. So, yeah, I think they can go different routes, right? Like We even heard in that same X interview about Nico talking about watching teams with all-stars, sitting at home, watching them play. But also in the same, you know, another sentence of like, yeah, we're looking, you know, we're always trying to improve and look at star talent. So I think the question for them is, do you want to go out and get a guy? Do you want to get another center in the bullpen? Do you want to say, okay, well, these bigs are back. They're under, they're under contract, right? Like Maxie's back. He's your stretch five. Dill White's back. He's your rim rolling five. Do they go out and say, well, now we want to go get our rebounding guy. A like we want to get. Yeah, we want to get a bruiser, big body, that's going to get some boards, handle himself in the paint type of thing. Or do they go out and say, no, we're going to take a bigger swing for a guy that's going to be better than all of these, all of the guys on a roster at pretty much everything. For instance, like a Rudy Gobert, with the exception of Maxi being on the shoot threes. But like Rudy Gobert, you swing and get Rudy Gobert, he's your clear cut. There is no bullpen. No, that's your that's five. True. That's your center that, for that's 30, me.
0: 35 minutes a night.
1: Yeah, and you're paying forty million dollars, and you're going to be paying for the next few, you know, few seasons. So that's the that's the question I have: is how how big are they going to go at that that big spot?
0: Excellent. <laughs> uh, the traits that I, that I'm looking for in a big band, to answer my to answer my question now. So <laughs> sometimes uh, I ask Isaac a question. He's like, "I'm just going to say what I wanted to say." Before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's important to say that because I think it, it kind of. The answer to that question says, okay, well, if they want to go the bullpen route, then the traits that you want is hey, you need a big body guy. You want a Nurkic. Let's just say that. You want to go get and let's say he's cheaper on the market and say we go out and we we pulled off a, a signer trade for for Nurkic. It's like, all right, we got our bruiser. But there's moments that Nurkic probably would be on the bench and Maxie's out there shooting, you know, spot on a five. So if that's the if that's the answer, answer then it's about just a rebounder. But if you're saying, "Man, I want to go out and have a clear cut number, like five on our, a clear cut center," then you're wanting a rim roller that can run the pick and roll with Luca. So that's one of your characteristics. You want a guy who can protect the paint and block some shots. You want a guy who can grab some rebounds. Like that's the number. That's the three things you want if you're going to go swinging for, a, you know, a clear cut center on your team.
0: To me, it's I uh, answer if, your question, Nick. <laughs> To me, if I'm gonna assume what what they want, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take the leap, say, okay, I'm gonna to try to assume what they want in the center. Look at the two centers in the NBA finals right now. It's those two guys. That's exactly what they want. They want a Kavan Looney, they want a Robert Robert Williams. It's guys that can step out on the perimeter, they can switch. Now Robert Williams is a little bit hampered by injury right now, so he's not as switchable, but during the regular season, that guy could switch. Uh, Looney obviously can switch. We just watched him do it. They can rebound. They're switching, and they can just. I'll throw Al Horford finish. in that they, too. And Al Horford too. He's a little different because yeah. it's he's just so skilled and he's been the NBA forever. But those those two specific guys, I think, is what the, what the Mavs want. Uh, Al Horford's yeah. you just can't find like on trees. Now you could, you could find I mean, Wendell
1: them. Carter came in the
0: you can <laughs> you could find Al Horford's like wasting away in OKC or whatever he was doing when he was on on the Thunder, but. Um, it's those two type of guys. They they need a guy that, that rim protects, that can switch out a little bit, and that can can get rebounds. I think that's the type of guy. Everything that Nico Harrison said, that's what I'm trying to get from it. That's that's the kind of information I want. They can kind of like take Dwight out of the rotation, and it's just this this new center X and Maxi, and it's those two guys. Maybe you have to throw Dwight in, a, in a trade somehow.
1: Bad Dwight from Nick.
0: I mean, right? But but that's what Nico Harrison came out and said. It's like we got to get better. We're playing and. and my other thing about Dwight Powell is it be it it's he's he's been great for the franchise for all the things that he's done. Three straight rounds we said, well this is not a matchup for Maxi or this is not a matchup for Dwight Powell. Okay, well <laughs> if it's not a matchup for Dwight Powell, three straight rounds. Yeah. I don't know how many playoff and and the Clippers wasn't necessarily a good good matchup for him either. It's like okay, well then which matchups are going to be good for you in the playoffs? We're talking about playoffs right now with this team. We need to get better right now and it's it's not that. So this is a, a this is a moment I think where they move on from from Dwight Powell. If they keep him if they get like a, some of these guys that we're about to talk about that are lower level that don't eat up 30 you know, 25, 30 minutes a night, then they probably still keep Dwight and they just run the three big man rotation like that and you know try something. But from from what I heard from Nico Harrison, that's what it sounded like to me.
1: Yeah, and, and I, I agree with you in the sense of I think when when Nico addressed it that direct. I took that, and I, and I could be wrong in this. I took that as, oh, you're going to make a clear, clear upgrade at the center spot. Yeah, right. You're not going to, which they could, they could. I could be wrong in this. They could go out and add a, a smaller name and keep the bullpen approach going. And Dwight's coming off the bench, and he's the rim roller for 15 minutes tonight, whatever. But I just, don't, I, it just feels like that they he directed that so clear and so direct that. Okay, no, you're going to get a guy that is a clear-cut upgrade over all your other centers that's going to be your starter. So that's kind of how I approach this podcast is, hey, who are some names that would be a clear-cut starting five for Dallas that it would not be a bullpen? It would be this guy and then one of the other two guys.
0: Yeah, exactly. So coming up, let's start to get into some names. Let's start throwing out some names. Let's play our favorite game. You know, what about this guy? What about this guy? What about this guy? We'll start naming yeah. them. Uh, which free agents are available? Which guys the Mavericks have to get in trades? These are the the Miles Turners, the Rashawn Holmes, the Christian Woods, the Mo Bombas, the Rudy Gobert's. Let's talk about all of them coming up next. But before we do, let me tell you about Built Bar. I love every time we get a comment on YouTube or on Twitter that's like, we're gonna tell you about why Luka Donch is the greatest player of our generation. But first, Built Bar. <laughs> it's like it's like people already know the cadence at this point of, of the show, which oh, is yeah. a- hilarious. But Built Bars are a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They're absolutely delicious. Ooh, the Grasshopper Cookie is back. Did you like that one a while ago? No. I didn't. You didn't like that one. I did like that one. I like no. that. I like that one a lot. Uh, and there's some built bars I don't like. Um, and some build bars that you don't like, but a lot of them we do like Uh grasshopper cookie, 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, six grams of sugar in a bar covered in hundred percent chocolate has that great, like little mint in there. It's almost like a thin mint basically is what that bar is. They're delicious. I love them. The churro puffer puffs are really good. 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, six grams of sugar. All these bars are delicious. The brownie batter puffs are still available. I'm telling you, that's the best bar that they have. Go get it. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your entire order. It's built.com. Dot com. All right, Isaac Harris, let's start throwing out some names of centers. We've talked about what, what things the Mavericks want in a center, right? It's a, Do they want the clear upgrade? Do they want just another guy they can throw in the bullpen rotation that could play in a playoff series? So we'll differentiate some of these names. We also talked about they want a switchable type guy. That's obviously like a really hard quality to get in a center. There's not very many of those in the NBA, but they want a guy that can switch. They want a guy that can rim protect and get rebounds, right? That's three qualities that they want in a a big man, and they'll probably have to just settle for two of those three because it's it's just hard (laughs) to find those guys. I mean, there's probably only like two or three in the NBA. Two of them are in the NBA finals right now. And uh, and yeah, some the other ones just aren't well, available.
1: I, yeah, uh, that that yeah, I was kind. And the other, the ones, other just, ones are just not available.
0: The other ones aren't available, right? It's like it's like Anthony Davis. Yes, okay, he he matches those three things, but the Mavs aren't getting Anthony Davis, right? Um, so there, there's all kinds of that. But um, when I just started looking through some some centers, I was like, all right, who's a switchable rim protector that can rebound? Right? Those those are the three things, and I came up with three names that are like clear cut. These would be Im- these would be improvements, and that are maybe slightly available. Trades or free agents. These are both. Miles. Miles Turner in a trade. Okay. He has an eighteen million dollar expiring contract. This is the name. You
1: think he would fit in Dallas? Do you like this? Is the name that I've been
0: throwing out there for a while. I know lots of Maps fans have been too. Uh, You listening have probably mentioned him in a comment section somewhere. Um, Kevon Looney. He's an unrestricted free agent. I mean, Uh, do you want
1: me go on my Looney spill right now? Because he's one of my three.
0: And then my other one's DeAndre Ayton. He's restricted. I don't know what they're doing in Phoenix right now, uh, but he's another one. And it would be tough for the Mavericks to get free agents like this. They'd have to do some kind of sign and trade, probably probably, probably for both of them. But what do you think about those three names? I think those are the top three names, honestly, for the Mavericks if they're going to try and upgrade big at center.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly didn't do a ton of work on Miles Turner because I thought you were going to bring his like social security and <laughs> shoe size and, and, and everything. So and I was like, Nick's got I'll, this. I'll
0: future tease here. We'll do full deep dive episodes on each of these guys, especially the ones at the top of our list. Like, we'll, I'll probably yeah. have on Tony East from Lockdown Pacers to talk about Miles Turner. And uh, I've gotten notes from guys on other, other, other centers and stuff like that. But yeah, what do you think about those three names? Turner, Looney, and Ayton.
1: Yeah. So I, I want to talk about the, the Looney one real quick, just because it's fresh on everybody's minds and it's like, Oh really? We could, you know, get this guy. Okay. So this past season, this season he's playing right now, he makes $5.1 million. Okay. So how much, what's going to be his, his contract after this? I don't, you know, it's not like he obviously had a lot of boards. He had a very important role for the Warriors against the Mavs, but it's not like he's Joel Embiid either. So you can't, overreact to say he's going to get like $25 a year, but he's going to get more than $5 million. Now, look at the situation Golden State's in right now. They're at $171 million right now for next season before a Jordan Poole extension this coming fall. Okay, so... You know, obviously, Steph's at forty-eight, Clay at forty, Jordan, Wiggins, Jordan,
0: Jordan Poole's like I outplay Jalen Brunson, right? Like, whatever Jalen Brunson's <laughs> gonna get, I should get more than that, right? Like, he's going what? to his he's going to his agent and the Warriors right now. Like, you guys think I outplay Jalen Brunson, right?
1: Yeah. So that's my only thing to where if if Looney hits the market and we know they're obviously willing to pay the tax, but how how far
0: <laughs> they paid it for Kelly Oubre eighty million dollars. <laughs>
1: But how far? What's their limit? If they do have a li- limit, do they let Looney go? And I- I'm with you on the Looney part. That's one I'm I'm watching. That he's a vet. We we talked yeah. about how we were sitting there listening to Draymond, Steve Kerr, and all those guys. Just the whole Warriors team hype up. How much how respectable he is in a locker room. He has championship experience. He's in the finals again right now. He just you know did well against the Mavs. He would give you everything that you just mentioned. And he's not gonna he's not gonna cost you 40000000 dollars a year. Yeah. So could he be a part of that? Could he be part of the bullpen but be the main guy in that? Like I don't know if I'm playing Looney forty minutes a night, right. but could you play Looney thirty minutes a night and then have the pick and roll option of Dwight Powell off the bench, something like that? So then you just have to create the space. And that's where it gets tricky for Dallas when it comes to like cap space and all of that, because they just don't have a ton of it. Like you're looking at some of these, you know, the 6.4 million tax mid-level you're looking at, you know, they have a trade exception. They can't use that for, for this, but it's just, they're going to, they would have to create cap space to kind of bring him in. And that's where it kind of, our dream of it kind of takes a big hit.
0: Yeah, but it'd be, you could do a sign and trade situation. What if it's some kind of sign and trade where I don't know? Do they want Tim Hardaway Jr.? They want another shooter? Like I don't know. You start coming up with some ideas. You throw the pick in, and maybe that's interesting to them. Or you throw Josh Green, and maybe they think, "Hey, we're the, the young player whisperer. Josh. We can." You know what I mean? Um, and so yeah. you start throwing out scenarios like that. It's unlikely, but that is a name that should be at the top of the list. Um, Miles Turner. I think this is the most gettable because he's $18 million. He's on an expiring contract. If they know for sure that he's not going to come back, then try to move on from him. I think also, I think he's the best rim protector of these guys that we're talking about right now. Miles Turner has been an incredible rim protector for the Pacers, and I think I think he just fits what the Mavs want. Now, he's not the incredible rebounder that you want in this scenario, but – no big body he can get some offensive rebounds he would fill in and especially if you're like okay maybe we'll get two of the three things that we want an incredible rebounder a rim protector and a guy that can switch at least you get the two things that are the most important right like rim protector and guy that can switch a little bit because miles turner can't do that now he has had injury issues as well and so that's something to definitely consider but for a guy that's possibly probably available at an expiring contract that you can trade. Maybe it's Tim Hardaway Jr. plus the pick, and that that's enough for the Pacers, who are definitely going into a rebuild right now. Maybe that's enough for them.
1: Well, it could be bigger than that too, right? I mean, we obviously know Rick's there. Rick loved Dwight Powell. Um, you know, it could be something bigger to where it's you know it's Miles Turner, it's Buddy Hield, it's you know it's yeah. Tim, it's Dwight, it's you know the first rounder. And it's kind of swapping out Tim and Buddy because Tim has, you know, I think Buddy has a little bit more money. A little I bit, I think Buddy's longer. at like
0: twenty-two. I was looking at him up for a,
1: yeah. But then you know, but then if you're you know, Indiana side, it's like, hey, they get two vets in the locker room that Rick likes. They likes being you know, once have around the young guys. You get another first rounder there in Dallas. You know, you anyway. Yeah, just, Buddy, Buddy's I,
0: making twenty-one this year, nineteen million the next year and uh, miles turner's an 18 million dollar expiring for for this n- upcoming season so yeah you could you could expand that trade to make it more interesting
1: especially yeah like you said if you're gonna lose if you think you're gonna lose miles turner for nothing so i'm with you on that i think miles turner would be great on this team the the only thing about it as far as is the rebounding um i'd have to look at some of his uh pick and roll numbers this is when i was doing my don't look at him okay he's, he's cool. not the,
0: he's not the greatest pick and roll guy either right so that's another thing that you're giving out but he can shoot a get three. Get him with luca
1: get him with luca and see those numbers <laughs>
0: <laughs> he can shoot a three though which is, is another thing yeah. like if you're going to expand it to okay now what kind of offensive capabilities do you have can you roll can you post up can you hit a three okay well he can at least yeah. do the two he can hit a three and he can post up a little bit um so you can at least do those things
1: yeah, so okay, so y- your guy's Miles Turner. <coughs> it is. My actually, so I have I have three names on my list, but my number one guy that I think is uh, could be gettable this offseason is not one of your three mm. that I think fits uh, almost all of them with the exception of three point shooting. That's Clint Capella. So mm. Capella's 28, obviously plays for Atlanta. He's under contract for three more years. So I was looking up, I, I basically went to basketball reference because I know how to use that site a little bit. <laughs> I'm still learning how to do it, but I, I looked up total rebound percentage and I was like, all right, let me, let me just see who some of the top rebounders are in the league. Rudy Gobert, Clint Capella, Jokic, Nurkic, Val- Valanchunas. So then I also went to synergy and said, all right, let me look at the best rim rollers in the league. And so I pulled up on synergy at best rim rollers in the league. John Collins, number one, Dwight Powell, number two, Brandon Clark, JaVale McGee, Damian Jones, Clint Capella. Hmm. And so if I'm trying to find this mold of a guy that, hey, we need you to be a good rim roller because Luke is going to excel with you. Like, yeah, what what is the what is the better version? What is Dwight Powell 2.0? And I feel like Clint Capella is the like evolution, or is the um, blastoid to Dwight Powell's Squirtle? Is that close?
0: Oh, I thought you were going down an evolution. I thought Pastor Isaac was going down an evolution route. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, and religion
1: can work. I
0: think (laughs) Dwight would probably be the squirtle, and then there's a there's war turtle in the middle, and then there's Uh, blastoise. Like, blastoise would be like Embiid, right? And so, maybe maybe Capella's the war turtle. He's
1: war turtle. So, I I just think that what Dwight is good at, I think Capella could be a little bit of an upgrade from that. As far as I think he can be better defensively, I think he's a better rebounder, he's one of the best rebounders in the league. And he can roll to the rim. He's very good at that. We see him do that with Trey Young. Now, the natural question is why would Atlanta trade him? It feels like anything you read about Atlanta is they're open for all kinds of business this summer. If they do get into that Rudy Gobert sweepstakes and say, oh, we want to upgrade Capella. Yeah, right. (laughs) You know, it's like, and they do that. Could Dallas hop in as the third team and say, well, we'll take Capella as our upgrade at the
0: center spot? That's a good one. It's a good name. So he's three years left on his deal, 19.7 million next year, 22 million, and then 23.7 million. So still, that's a, you know, that's not a bad contract either for for a guy like that. You're not paying 30, 35 million for just your center that you you could probably, so you could probably sit him in in key moments if you needed to just go five out with Maxi at some point. So, those are some names. Those are like our top names coming up. Let's talk about the rest of them. Let's throw some more names yeah. out. What about Christian Wood? What about Rashawn Holmes? What about I got a wild one for you? What about uh, Mo Bamba? A lot of people have mentioned Mo Bamba. And Isaac's got That's a, your guy. Isaac's got a wild one. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. It's the best place to check out the odds and lines and everything in sports. Go check out at Lockdown Network on Twitter. We're always posting Bet Online odds. There's really cool stuff all the time. NBA Finals right now for the series. Who do you think is favored and what's the money line?
1: Um I think it's Golden State by 3.
0: Well, the money though no, not the spread. Oh, the money
1: line. Oh, I'm gonna say uh minus 130.
0: Oh, my, it's minus 155 for the Warriors. Really really close yeah, there. Yeah, Golden State. Really yeah. close. And then Celtics is plus uh 135. So okay. that's the that's the money line right now for game 1, which is your your what was your 3? that was your guess yeah it's 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 minus three and a half for the warriors right now um, for the spread for game one so if you're interested in that you want to check out some series props too they have all kinds of stuff they have horford's points per game wiggins points per game they have Draymond assists per game jalen brown field goal percentage three points made all kinds of different stuff on bet online you can check it out check out all the trends and actions on your mobile device or on bet online check it out it's where the game starts all right, Isaac Harris. Thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every day. Make sure to check out the Lockdown NBA Big Board podcast. Rafael Barlow and Richard Stamen, both DFW's own, all the time, draft stuff every day. Great interviews, great player rankings, big boards, mock drafts, Lockdown NBA Big Board, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. All right, Isaac Harris, let's just start throwing out some more names. Uh, cl- Christian Wood, a, a name that I've seen a ton of times over and over again when people talk about centers, lots of Mavs fans, you listening, you probably wanted Christian Wood at some point and think that he is the perfect guy that fits in this. So why have we not talked about Christian Wood as one of these top names? So I, I reached out to Jackson Gatlin, Lockdown Rockets host, friend of the pod, and we we talked about Christian Wood. I was like, okay, give me the, give me like the summary on Christian Wood this year because I know what I thought about Christian Wood, but I want to see if it matched what he said. So Christian Wood, $14.3 million next year. It's an expiring contract. He's in a contract year. And we've heard all kinds of stuff about how he doesn't like the role that he's in and wasn't embracing the the situation there in Houston and all kinds of weird stuff. And so I just wanted to hear it from Jackson. This is what he said. Great pick and roll and pick and pop big man that decided to stop rolling because he wants to ISO too often. (laughs) But He said that could change with an alpha ball handler like Luca. He, He said, however, he's a huge liability on the interior defense but he's a surprisingly capable switch defender against wings and guards in the perimeter. So again, he fits a couple of things you want. He's a rim roller. He can also pop, which is a a great skill. He's pretty good on the perimeter, but he's a bad interior defender. That's a a real minus for the Mavericks if they're looking for a a, a center because in those traits that we talked about in the first segment, rim protector is like the first one. (laughs) That's like the the first one that they need. Um, And Jackson said he's best suited as a four and not a five. That's not what the Mavs need right now. That, that to me, yeah. like that, just took him off the list for me. Now maybe the Mavs can bring him in. Jason Kidd does his, does his magic. Sean Sweeney, all of them, figure out a way to get him to play the right role that they want. Then they get this guy that's, you know, that is Dwight Powell 2.0. That is that's exactly, he's exactly that type of player. They can actually hit a three. They can they can roll with some of the best of them. Crazy athletic, um, can guard on the perimeter a little bit. Is not great in, inside, but maybe they they. Fix that a little bit. I just don't think that's the type of player the Mavs want to go after at center.
1: Yeah, I would just, I don't There's just other names I like more. It's not that I'm like all out, don't do this at all type, but I just, I, I don't know. I would just need to be convinced. And I think be, it's okay to say, hey, we." I wouldn't need to be convinced that that would be a good fit.
0: It would be an upgrade. Let's be be—let's be fair. It would be an upgrade on Dwight Powell, yeah. right? But, yeah. it's, but is yeah. it an upgrade in the areas that you want? Is it completely the areas that, that you want it to be? I don't think so. And
1: um, they talk about, you know, Nico talked about fit a lot when he, he said that right, all-star comment right. of like teams with all-stars watching us at, at home. It's like we're looking for guys who fit on this team, who fit alongside Luka. And, yeah, just some of that reporting that Jackson talked about. I was like,
0: mm-hmm. And they, they're bringing back Boban and Theo Pinson because of the chemistry on this team. Would bringing in a guy like Christian Wood in a contract year when he's had issues with you know, the Rockets in the past and not wanting to play the role that he's being asked to play? like yeah. I, I don't know. that That's a red flag to me. Not sure that that's exactly the whole situation with Christian Wood, but that's a red flag for me. Give me a name.
1: Um, do you want to talk about your guy Mo Bamba? I know a lot of people have asked you about it.
0: You, you,
1: you, you're really excited about Mo Bamba. Mo
0: Mo Bamba—he's uh, a name that's been thrown out a lot, and I get it, right? We t- we thought that they were going to draft him in Dennis's <laughs> Dennis's draft. Um, was it Dennis's draft or Luca's draft?
1: Uh, it was Luca's draft.
0: No. Uh. Yes. Yeah. Twenty. We thought he. We thought they were going to draft him in Luca's draft, and so we did at a lot five, of yeah. did a lot of stuff on him when the Mavericks were at five. Um, and he's kind of had this up and down year. He played forty-seven games his first year, sixty-two the next, forty-six his third year and then he he did play 71 this past year and finally kind of had that breakout year where you're finally feeling okay maybe this guy is going to give you what what everything that you thought he was going to give you. He's 24 now. He averaged 10 points, 8 boards, you know, a block and a half and he shot 38% from 3. It's like okay, man, that's like hits a bunch of the boxes that you want. He's a pretty good rim protector. He can get out in space a little bit. He's not the lightest on his feet, so he's not going to be super switchable. So we're like okay, maybe we write that one off. But he is a pretty decent athlete and so you're like okay this guy has the tools of the things that we want but is he at a point where he can play in a playoff series right now that's the big question for me because he's been down there playing in Orlando and you can play you know 25 minutes a game for Orlando and put up those numbers can you come in with the Dallas Mavericks that's my big question for him and so he's an option i think if they want to if they want to like get a little upgrade here if they want to upgrade the Marquise Chris spot And then maybe he can fight four minutes with Dwight Powell, but that's not a guy that's coming in and day one, you feel, Oh, we feel much better about our center position because we went out and got Mo Bamba, right? Like that, this is still a project that the Mavericks have to work on. And I don't think they're in the business of projects right now.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, I don't think after Nico's comments that you're going into training camp saying, Hey, we answered that question with Mo Bamba. Um, Although, I'm not, I haven't fully like written him off either. Like I'm, I'm really intrigued to see what like his next. He's a restrictive free agent. So will Orlando go out and, and pay the money, especially if they, you know, what if they take Chet in, in the draft? Yeah. So it's like, are they really going to pay money to you know for Bomber or just let him walk or sign and trade or something like that? So I think I'm with you. If they got somebody else, let's say they had to trade a bunch of their guys on the roster now, like let's say Dwight and Max and a couple of these other guys had to go out and it's like, all right, now we need a backup center and we just got to trade something kind of smaller. I would I would take the swing there. I mean, whoever signs him, you're taking a swing. Yeah. Um, and I would take the swing because I still I I'm really intrigued with what I think he can be better somewhere else. Um the actual name I was gonna throw at you a while ago yeah, as it That's a crazy as, one. Yeah, well, I, crazy. I kind of overhyped it a little bit. But no one <laughs> I haven't seen anybody. Haven't
0: Don't seen downplay anybody, <laughs> it now. You gotta go for it.
1: Well, I just haven't seen his name throw out there as like a possibility. Um Vucevic for Chicago. So he's a under, he's gonna, he has one year left on his deal, so he's going to be expiring deal at $22 million. Uh Friends with Luca, he's 31. He is one of the best rebounders in, in the game as far as uh, he averages 11 boards a game. Last year, or actually two years ago, and it, he's been a four time All Star. He shot 38%, 39% from three, 40% the year before that. This year, he had a little bit down year at 31%. But I say all that to say is, all right, if they're looking across the league and they're saying, Who's a vet? Who's a vet big man that's not under contract for like three or four years? They didn't they don't want to swing big for like a Rudy Gobert. They don't want to, you know, go small with like a Mo Bamba type. But who's a vet that we could plug in that we know can get some rebounds. They'll be a bigger body that could stretch the floor to friends with Luca and all of that. If you're Chicago, you're at a $100 million right now. If they want to bring back Zach Levine, you're going to go over the luxury tax at that point. Do they entertain it? Do they entertain, hey, what's the market for Vucevic right now? So it doesn't fit the, hey, you're gonna protect the paint. It doesn't, you know, fit the, hey, you're gonna play above the rim and catch these big lives from Luca. But I think they could do worse. And I I don't know what the full trade package would be if you went out and got one year of Nikola Vucevic. <laughs>
0: Uh, now we're checking less boxes than what the. Than the, than the I'm just saying he gets boards. He's a bigger body he and he shoots for three. I'm not saying it's a three. home run
1: swing on it. I'm just saying he's a name that would you rather have Vucevic or Nurkic?
0: Nurkic is gonna be less expensive, I think.
1: Probably, yeah. So I, I'm just trying to think of guys out there that I could see realistically Dallas being like, oh, if it's a cheaper cheaper option and Chicago's wanting to shed some money not being the luxury tax, I could see them taking a swing on that. It's for one year. Kind of like the Miles Turner thing of like, hey, it's, it's an expiring contract. If you yeah. think you're going to lose him, do you try to get ahead of it a little bit right now type
0: thing? Well, the thing about the the Miles Turner deal is that you, if you get Buddy and Miles, that's two Dallas guys you can get in, in one swoop, and I mean, they love guys in their backyard. So, uh, the Vooch one is interesting. He just doesn't fit either of the defensive boxes that the Mavericks need. Yeah, no,
1: no, I, I get that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and that that's that's tough. But but yeah, the expiring makes it interesting. Uh, let's rapid fire a couple other names. Daniel Gafford is one I've been I've been throwing around. He only makes 1.9 million, but that kicks up to 12 the next year, then 13, then 14 the next three years. So he has this last year of, you know, uh, of this really cheap contract that you could just throw like a pick and like I don't know Trey Burke or Josh Green or something to the to the Wizards. Uh, I was listening to Lockdown Wizards at Oliver, and um, they're not going to start Gafford next year. <laughs> they're going to start KP and Coos at the five and the four. And KP and Gafford only played 27 possessions together last year. (laughs) They were (laughs) like both playing at the end of the season. So uh, that's not something they're going to entertain. They gave him this extension and now they're not going to play him. So is he going to be happy with that? Is he going to ask out? So then all of a sudden that's a guy that could be available for the Mavs.
1: Yeah. I like him. He would fit a lot of the boxes that you talked Mm -hmm. about. Um, My three guys that I, that I, I tried to nail down my list of three dudes that I think could be realistic guys for Dallas. And that was Capella. That was Kavon Looney. And the third one, we did a whole pod about it. We'll do another pod about it for free agency, but it's obviously Rudy Gobert. Like we haven't really talked about him, but since this pod is titled, what's the big man (laughs) upgrade options? (laughs) Um, uh, we at least got to mention that, that Rudy Gobert is, is, is an option. They, they like Rudy Gobert. (laughs) He would fit great in Dallas. Obviously there's a lot of money concerns with that and you know, his age and, and everything. I think Rudy would, uh, Love to play with Luka Doncic in Dallas and, and all of that. But we at least got to throw it out there. I, I do think Dallas would still be interested in him if, um, yeah, the price was right.
0: Yeah, we talked about that rumor from Mark Stein's Substack that he put out there uh, a couple days ago. It's, it, it's The yeah. title is like Rudy go- Zach Levine and Rudy Gobert something. So go listen to that about our thoughts about all that. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely a name for sure. Uh, Jakob Pertl is kind of an interesting one. $9.4 million expiring. Not sure what's going on in San Antonio. They don't usually make a ton of trades, but if if they don't think they're going to re-sign him or sign him to an extension, that's one that you could see possibly happening with some incentives. Like, hey, let's do Dwight in a pick, and then all of a sudden, like, Jaco on the Mavs, and you're like, wait, how did they just do that? Yeah.
1: I don't know if I'm giving up, like, the first-round pick in that um, I would.
0: Jakob really good. <laughs> I watched Ooh, him. Oh, you would. I would. I've, I've watched him play. He's still young. He's still got – he's really good rim protector, good rebounder. Like, it fits the two mm-hmm. boxes that you want. I, I think Jakob Pertle's worth it. Okay. That's me. Interesting. Rashawn, um, Rashawn Holmes another one we haven't mentioned that's been out there a lot. He's <laughs> in a similar situation as Gafford that he's kind of getting played out of his spot because Sabonis is kind of their center now, and they're not really playing Sabonis and Holmes together. So, and he's got a three-year deal with, you know, 11 million, 12 million and a $12.8 million player option left on his deal. So that's another player that, that's interesting for the Mavs.
1: Yeah. I mean, kind of similar to Dwight, probably an upgrade over Dwight with that. Oh, yeah. um, there's been some interest in the past with Dallas and Rashawn yep, Holmes. there has. Um, Nick Claxton. I don't think they let him go, but I really like him in <laughs> uh, Brooklyn. Young guy. Um, kind of similar in a way of mitch robinson in uh in new york uh, i don't know what they're going to do with him but either both of these guys though are not like the rebounder uh mitch rob M- mitch robinson gets gets his boards but i don't know if they're like hey you're starting them in a playoff series right now type of guys though um but i think they, they would work in dallas playing with luca
0: mitch robinson was going to be my next name um He's had some injury issues, uh, but he's an unrestricted free agent this off season. That would come in. He would be a, a direct upgrade. He's a great rim protector. He's got some other, you know, he doesn't fit a ton of the other boxes the maps want, but great rim protector can roll. And uh, like him and Gafford, I kind of put in the same, a similar, like a similar bracket, right? Where yeah, that would be an upgrade. Is it enough of an upgrade? Is it, you know, would
1: you put Chris Boucher in that?
0: Chris Boucher's just different. He's different. I don't know. He's like a, Scoring big off the bench. <laughs> I think I would. I don't know where I would put him.
1: I'm curious of what, how, like, what money. I'm assuming he'll be back in Toronto, but Zubat's the situation and for the Clippers. Yeah. You would assume that they're going to bring him back, but I could see, you know, if, if he hits the market, I could see Dallas saying, hey, come, come play with us. And that would be a classic bullpen type of move of, all right, big body rebounder. Now we have a rim roller in Dwight and stuff. Because once again, just to remind, if it's if they're a free agent, it gets really difficult when it comes to that because they have that taxpayer mid level there at that six, around that six million dollar mark. Something that we haven't talked about too much is they still have the trade the trade ex, you know yeah. trade exception that's ten point nine million dollars. So that thing, Bobby Mark says it, it expires on June twenty seventh. So you got a little wiggle wiggle room with that to where if you want to go trying to find a big man that kind of goes into that. Uh, you could you know, you could obviously do that.
0: That sounds like a draft day trade move right there.
1: I mean, it could that yeah. I mean, it very very well could. You could go across the league and say, hey, what what big man that we just talked about makes under eleven million dollars that you'd say, hey, well. We'll
0: take that. that guy sounds like a podcast topic we could do in the future. So we'll do that. We'll talk more about that. We'll do draft stuff later in the week as well. We'll do a draft primer for you guys with Richard Samen. He's gonna come on the show. Uh, there you go. In the comments, let us know which center of the ones we mentioned do you want for the maps. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lock on Maps. Go, Boom!